Welcome everyone to episode five of Walking with God in Grief, season three of Love My Sheep. I am your host, Miss Lydia. This episode is on disconnection. How do we still access God and walk with Him when we feel disconnected from Him? One of the most important aspects of walking with God in grief is growing in intimacy with Him, which means creating new habits to not allow the grief to disconnect us from Him. Our greatest guide will always be the Holy Spirit, uncompromised by people, emotions, thoughts, and experience, but the Word of God. There are helpful tools like therapy, books, and activities that will aid our journey, but without being rooted in the Word of God, we will not have the wisdom and discernment to know what tools we need, when we need them, and how to use them. Being rooted in the Word of God will also mean prayer is our life. We will pray without ceasing. It is important to know if we are having constant communion with the Lord versus constant communion with our emotions. We are constantly told to not listen to our emotions, but to listen to God. However, listening to our emotions does not mean to be led by them. When we allow our emotions to lead us, then we disconnect from the Lord and inadvertently we make ourselves the priority and we have ourselves a tremendous rant fest with God. It is still important to feel in order to heal. So let me pray. Heavenly Father, you are awesome and gracious. I just want to thank you and praise you for all that you have done, all that you are doing, and all that you continue to do. Thank you for this platform, an opportunity for your word to go go forth, to pray for the hurting, especially those battling hidden trauma. We understate our trials and tribulations, but as they have been given for your glory, may we not be ashamed by anything we face or go through. Because if we are truly believing you are with us in it all, then it will be reflected in us and through us. Lord, you know there isn't a person who has not battled grief in one way, shape, or form. And it is not only the bereaved that are grieved, but we begin our grief journeys before many of us have even encountered a loss of life. Therefore, our triggers existed before we even knew to identify them. Father God, I pray that your voice of love, of comfort and strength will will be magnified through your word on this platform to soothe and encourage those who are hurting. And may those tuning in see new facets of your glory in all their struggles past and present. We are all testimonies in progress of your goodness and of your glory. And I thank you so much for that. In Jesus' name, amen. There will be a moment or two, well, maybe three or four, in our walk with God, especially in our grief, where we feel disconnected from him. We will feel abandoned. And though we know God's word says, both in the New and the Old Testament, that he will not leave us nor forsake us. So we know that our distance from the Lord is never his doing. 
but our pain can twist our thoughts. Thankfully, we are not alone. We should have each other. And if we don't, well, God will work on that. But we see King David's grief journey in the book of Psalms and the ups and downs of his intimacy with the Lord. Even he had moments where he felt God was not listening, had abandoned him, and David didn't even understand his circumstances at times. But we also see how much David loved and magnified the Lord. After all, he was a man after God's own heart. Our journey with the Lord is not an easy one. So when we feel disconnected from God, it's time to tune out whatever noise that is hindering our connection and to ask God to identify those hindrances for us. Maybe we have shut out people that we should not have shut out or have inadvertently unequally yoked ourselves. Maybe we have reduced God to parameters of our perception of who he is. And if he's not responding the way we want him to, then we feel even worse because nothing seems to be going our way. And if God permitted this pain, then how could a loving father not make it all go away? Why is it the closer we draw to him, the harder it becomes? And that should indicate how exalted God is. Because how can we see how great he is if we don't go as low as he could possibly take us? He wants us focused on his glory always, not looking at who abandoned us, who hurt us, and why things did not go the way we wanted them to go. Instead of denying ourselves the feelings of sadness or frustration, we need to vent those feelings to get them out of our hearts. Ephesians 4.26 says, Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. Because God is still God regardless of our opinions and feelings. And when we are truly okay in not trying to make sense of everything, and God sees that in us, especially in our prayers, then he knows that we know he is still God and we are ready to receive what God wants to do, to mend his broken vessels, to heal his beloved children, to nourish and encourage us so we can be pure and holy for him and for his dwelling. Let me conclude with reading Psalm 22 and I pray that the Lord will minister to your heart in hearing the Psalm of David. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me and from the words of my groaning? Oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but you do not hear, and in the night season, and am not silent, but you are holy, enthroned in the praises of Israel. Our fathers trusted in you. They trusted and you delivered them. They cried to you and were delivered. They trusted in you and were not ashamed. But I am a worm and no man, a reproach of men and despised by the people. 
all those who see me ridicule me. They shoot out the lip. They shake the head saying, he trusted in the Lord. Let him rescue him. Let him deliver him since he delights in him. But you are he who took me out of the womb. You made me trust while on my mother's breast. I was cast upon you from birth. From my mother's womb, you have been my God. Be not far from me, for trouble is near, for there is none to help. Many bulls have surrounded me. Strong bulls of Bashan have encircled me. They gape at me with their mouths like a raging and roaring lion. I am poured out like water, and all my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It has melted within me. My strength is dried up like potsherd, and my tongue clings to my jaws. You have brought me to the dust of death, for dogs have surrounded me. The congregation of the wicked has enclosed me. They pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all my bones. They look and stare at me. They divide my garments among them. And for my clothing they cast lots. But you, O Lord, do not be far from me. O my strength, hasten to help me. Deliver me from the sword. My precious life from the power of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth and from the horns of the wild oxen. You have answered me. I will declare your name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly, I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, glorify him and fear him, all you offspring of Israel. For he has not despised, nor abhorred the affliction of the afflicted, nor has he hidden his face from him. But when he cried to him, he heard, My praise shall be of you in the great assembly. I will pay my vows before those who fear him. The poor shall eat and be satisfied. Those who seek him will praise the Lord. Let your heart live forever. All the ends of the world shall remember and turn to the Lord. And all the families of the nations shall worship before you. For the kingdom is the Lord's and he rules over the nations. All the prosperous of the earth shall eat and worship. All those who go down to the dust shall bow before him, even he who cannot keep himself alive. A posterity shall serve him, and it will be recounted of the Lord to the next generation. They will come and declare his righteousness to a people who will be born that he has done this. Amen. Until next time, know that I love you and the Lord loves you the most.